Welcome to Rise Through Style, a podcast for women stepping into their next level selves by styling their lives, businesses, bodies, and closets. I'm Christy Russell, image consultant, CEO, and media style expert. I help women embrace their bodies, take ownership of their desires, and create an authentic style that represents who they are. I'm here to show women how powerful they truly can be through style, because when women are fully expressed, we change the world. Let's jump in. This month in the Rise Through Style Society, we are covering some major summer goodness. I know a lot of women, when this season comes around, think, how do I make my style interesting? What kind of outfits can I put together that are comfortable and lightweight and make me feel good without that third layer or that allow me to chase after my kids and look super chic? Or how can I get more use out of my wardrobe this season? And that is exactly what we are covering this month. We are not only covering how to sizzle in summer and how to bring a style to the table that makes you feel absolutely sensational and glowing, but we're also going to cover how to maximize your closet because I know this is something a lot of women struggle with. We don't know how to do different you know, ways of mixing and matching outfits in our closet. We don't know how to maximize, you know, the shorts or the shirts or whatever it is that we've brought into our world. We're not sure how to utilize that and create multiple outfits, not just one or two, but multiple outfits that really speak to who we are as an individual. So I'm going to be breaking down with the women in Rise Through Style this month, not only what summer basics they should have, things that I suggest for different shapes, but we're also going to be talking about how you can actually maximize the things in your wardrobe so that you can have limitless outfit possibilities. In fact, I'm showing them how to take a mere 20 pieces, which I think we can all agree you probably have more than that in your wardrobe, and how they can actually translate that into over 300 outfits in their closet. Yes, you heard me right, 300 outfits. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. We're also going to be doing a Q&A this month. And we're also going to be doing a live Shop Your Closet session with one of the members. So we're going to dive into their wardrobe. I'm also going to be showing them how to mix and match pieces in their own closet. And you'll be able to watch the whole thing, or maybe it will be you. So we'll be spending an hour together shopping the closet, making sure you maximize what's in your wardrobe and allowing you to ask a stylist questions about what's happening with your style. And the best of all is this is super affordable. You get access to all of the archives for the uh, society and membership that we've created so far. Plus you get exclusive programs that are going to give you the ABCs of style and how you can create something that feels really good. So if you want to join, if you are ready to create a style and drop the frustration, go to fashiontranslated.com forward slash rise, or the membership will be linked down in the show notes. I would love to have you. Now today I'm really excited because we're going to be diving into forgetting everything you know about style, which you may be thinking, what the heck, why would I want to forget everything I know about style? So in last episode, we actually discussed why your style matters, why showing up, why getting dressed and not feeling like a scrub matters. And that's because it empowers us. Our style empowers us. And when we feel empowered, we change the world, whether that is the world of our family, our business, the people we touch base with during the day, we become leaders and transformation leaders when we are feeling good. That is what happens when women feel empowered. We show up in a bigger, larger way. 
Now, in order to get there, though, we first have to forget everything we know about style. And when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about the clickbait headlines and titles that we've seen everywhere and that have been deeply embedded in our minds in regards to fashion that we thought were helpful at the time, which is obviously why we clicked on the article or the video or the blog post or whatever it might be but in turn actually just ended up being something that was holding us back. And I'm sharing this because this was actually something that held me back in my style when I was very first trying to figure it out. Back in the day, believe it or not, I was just beyond awkward (laughs) in fashion, especially when I was younger. I was so awkward. Have you ever looked at past photos of yourself and just cringed, not only for the outfit worn, but also remembering how you felt at that moment in time, because that's very much how I feel about different stages in my life. (laughs) Not only for, you know, trendy fashion choices that rent awry, uh, but just, you know, looking at that and remembering feeling awkward and not sure and so self-conscious about my body and wardrobe and feeling like I was still really figuring it out, right? And this was because every time I applied what I believed to be true about style, I end up looking like a damn mess, okay? (laughs) And, you know, there are some very extremely awkward looking outfits that were coming out of my high school days. I'm not going to lie. Even in my early 20s, for sure, for sure, for sure. Actually, one in particular, oh my God, back in my high school days, I had the horrifying haircut that I'm sure many of you had had when Jennifer Aniston first came on the scenes with friends. We all know that haircut, right? The haircut of the 90s. It was all the rage. (laughs) Only bless, I went to this hairstylist who I I don't really know much about her training. I don't see her anymore. It's been like well over 20 20 years that I've seen her. Uh, but I'm not like, I have fine hair. I'm not really sure that she knew what to do with it to make it look like the Jennifer cut. And it just ended up being the most awful haircut of my existence so far. <laughs> and, uh, to this day, I still cringe when I see my school photo. Cause I'm pretty sure from what my memory serves me, I had had this haircut done just before like picture day. Oh my God. It's just so bad guys. It's so bad. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of you have been there where you look back at a past photo and you think, Oh my gosh, what was I thinking? So to save you the bad outfit and style pain that I have gone through over the years, we're going to talk about things to forget when it comes to style, because I really truly feel like, you know, a lot of the things that I was trying to follow are also the reasons why I became a fashion victim in a lot of scenarios and why I ended up feeling so lost and so overwhelmed and so feeling like I was the outcast. Have you ever felt like that? I, I honestly felt for the longest time, like I was the outcast. Everyone else seemed to figure out the style piece of things. And I always felt like an imposter. Like I felt like I I was constantly copying things, but it never really felt like me. My style never felt like home. And now that I do feel this way, I've realized that it's because of a lot of these things that we're going to cover today. And the release of them was actually something that ended up becoming very empowering to me 
uh, as I've gone on my style journey. And now I no longer feel like an imposter, which is a very empowering feeling. And I feel much more comfortable in my skin, which is obviously not an overnight process. Like I'm going to share these things with you guys. And I know that, you know, you're probably going to get value out of it, but it's not going to be this thing where you're wildly transformed <laughs> after one podcast and your life changes, but it will be hopefully steps that you can take going forward with this that will serve you and help you curate a style that you love. And this is why I love doing this with my Rise Through Style Society, because it's about them creating a style with the tools I give them that serve them, that's based on what serves them as an individual, not feeling like they just have to copy trends, let's say, for example, because that's not what it's, that's not what style is about. So the first thing to forget about when it comes to style is thinking that style is dressed up or fancy. So many of my clients think that as a stylist, I'm going to make them rock heels and get uber dressed, like dressed up for their day. What? No. <laughs> now, while I will make you look stunning, the style that you choose for yourself gets to be relatable for you in your life. It gets to function for you and your life. It gets to be something that represents who you are as an individual. People that have that misconception of style think that, you know, being stylish means being dressed to the nines all the time. And that's just simply not true. And this is something that I feel holds a lot of people back because realistically, sometimes, you know, getting really dressed up can take a lot of effort. And I know that that can feel overwhelming to a lot of people, especially if you're someone that feels short on time already anyway. But I like to re remind people that style gets to be defined by whatever you need in your life. And for some women that I work with, their style and what they love is actually incredibly laid back and casual. And that it's something that has to function for their life. You can't have a wardrobe that's not serving your lifestyle because then you're going to end up with just a bunch of clothes in your closet that just hang there and look pretty, but you don't really actually wear them. And I know this is a, actually another problem that women have. They don't buy clothes for their lifestyle. And then they only end up wearing 10% of their closet because the rest of it doesn't actually serve them all that well, right? So you have to have a wardrobe that functions for you because if it doesn't, then what is the point? It's a waste of money. Now, I love heels as an example, but I don't wear them all the time. But when I had this myth of thinking that style was dressed up, I wore them all the time and I made myself miserable. So as an example of this, when I very first started styling, now we're going a ways back. I've been doing this for just over 13 years now. And I, again, this was in my early twenties and I had in my mind that in order to be stylish, I had to wear heels. This was like a very, I don't know where I got this concept from, but it was just something that I felt like I had to do. So I remember, oh my gosh, I remember when I very first started personal shopping with clients, I would get super cute. I mean, I look good, but my feet would scream because I would always wear heels. And any of my fellow stylists out there can tell you that you will spend a lot of time on your feet, especially when you're personal shopping with someone. And so we're talking about being out eight hours a day. And it's not like you're just standing there. Like you are running back and forth between change rooms, grabbing clothes, sourcing in stores, doing all these things. And then of course, walking, uh, stores or walking around with your client in general, my feet could not have been more painful and sore every single time I finished with the client back in the day. But that was what I thought was required. And it made me miserable in my style that way, because I thought there, there has to be a better way. 
now that I'm in my late thirties, I think, oh my gosh, like I, I love a good heel moment. I really love the elevation and the look that they provide, but please, if I'm going and doing errands or working with someone in person and I know I'm going to be on my feet, flats are the name of the game. Comfortable is the name of the game. Okay. We don't have time for sore feet over here. <laughs> But that's a pure example of, again, I also thought that style meant you have to get dressed up or be dressed to the nines all the time. And while you can be elevated, your style can be elevated in any capacity, whether that's casual or again, something a little bit dressier, it still has to be functional and feel like you. So we're all about the flat shoe life over here. I do love my heels. I still buy them. But especially now that a lot of us have been at home for such an extended period of time, I'm, I'm not going to lie. A lot of my heels think I've died. <laughs> And my daily drivers are my flat footwear, like my sneakers and mules and slides and all those things because they're cute. They're still cute. They still look fabulous. And daily style doesn't call for heels all the time. So I just wanted to share that with you. Style does not equal being dressed up. So release and drop that, that notion because it's something that really holds a lot of women back. Now, the next misconception that you need to forget when it comes to style is thinking that you have to ditch the things you love. So many of my clients tell me that they love comfy clothing, like leggings, jeans, t-shirts, oversized pieces, the list can go on. And the thing is, is a lot of people think that I'm going to pull a Stacey London on them from what not to wear and just burn their clothes to the ground because they're quote unquote, not stylish, even though they love them. No, 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 no. So I help clients define what feels good to them and what feels stylish to them. So if you are a woman that loves leggings and tees, cool. There's so many ways that you can style them up and still get to be comfortable and feel like you, but you also get to feel like an elevated version of that during the day in your style. Okay. Giving up what you love and dressing differently because someone told you to is a recipe for disaster. Okay. Because if it's not something that you love, you're never going to wear it. Why? Because it doesn't feel like you and it's not you. And if it's not who you are at your core, you're not going to put it on in the morning. So even, uh, you know, when I'm out shopping with my clients or if I'm doing online styling for them, or even in my, my membership, I tell them, and it really, at the end of the day, truly doesn't matter what I think. I am always going to provide tools, provide guidance. I'm going to give information on fit. I have a great eye for style. But at the end of the day, if something doesn't resonate or doesn't feel like you, I want to know because it's not about me. This is about you. This is about, you know, creating something again, that works for you and your lifestyle and your personal likes and dislikes. So if you are a leggings and tea gal, if you want maybe some edge or you want to know how to dress those up or dress them and style them differently, then you get to do that. And you get to have that be a part of your style in your closet, right? So I teach my clients and stress to them that your style is an extension of who you are. So you want to just amplify what makes you, you. And if you don't, you're going to feel like an an imposter in your clothing. And that was why I think for a lot of the time, I felt like this as I was growing up and figuring out my own style, because I was trying to emulate and ditch all the stuff that I really liked about myself and my style And when I really came home to the fact that I didn't actually have to do that is when I really started to start having fun with fashion and explore more of who I, who I am and who I'm becoming 
And that's really when style felt very exciting and felt a lot more intentional. And again, this is what I teach in the membership because I give them tools on how they can clarify and create their own wardrobe and what makes them shine. Right. And that again is what style is all about. Because if you try and force a style that doesn't resonate with you, you are always going to struggle with your style. Okay. It doesn't matter how many videos, podcasts, blog posts you read, whatever. If you are constantly forcing away who you are and trying to adopt something else, even though you know, it doesn't feel like you, you're always going to struggle with it. It's all about embracing who you are more deeply and just learning how to amplify that in a really beautiful way that you're, that that's, what's going to make you sing. That's, what's going to make you feel beautiful. And that's, what's going to make you feel really excited to get dressed in the morning because it's just an extension of who you are, which is so, so awesome. I love it. So, so fun. <laughs> now, the other thing you need to drop when it comes to style or fashion is that you have to dress like everyone else. No. And again, this was, I, some, I get it because I really thought this, especially when I started off in the fashion industry. And I think I've shared this story before, but you know, in a lot of the online world or it, it, like in general, like even fashion in person, like there's a lot of black all the time, right? Like it's looked at as clean and sleek and can be edgy and it's high contrast, which can also create like this edgy kind of feel. But I'm not someone that likes to wear a lot of black. Now that doesn't make everyone that wears black wrong. Certainly not. It just means that it's not a part of my personal style or aesthetic. I definitely have it in my closet, but it's very minimal. And when I very first began in fashion, again, I really thought that I had to adopt this mentality of black and that this was a part of the style narrative that I had to create for myself. And it just, it wasn't true. It's not true. And I'm sharing this because it's not true for you either. Not everyone needs to wear like a cardigan tank and jeans or a blazer and ripped denim and heels or something. Let's say, for example, we've all seen that before and it's not inspiring for everybody. What is inspiring though, is a woman who dresses in what she loves. If you want to dress like a badass in whatever that looks like to you, do it. If you want to dress like a CEO who's building her empire, amazing. If you are someone that wants all the color and sparkly unicorn vibes, amazing. Androgynous, no problem. Minimal or edgy, you got it, baby. If you want to be boho, then you get to. Okay. You get to dress however you want. Our closet would be so boring if it all looked the same. If I came out on the street every day and my neighbor and my friends were all wearing the same thing, could you imagine a more boring world? There's no inspiration in that. (laughs) And yet Knowing this logically, because I know you know this too, we still find ourselves stuck in comparison-itis a lot of the time, thinking that, you know, when we see a style that we admire on somebody else, that it immediately makes our very own style wrong. And that's not true. There's so many women I love to see the style of, whether I'm styling them personally, or I just see them, let's say online, for example, or they're friends of mine. And I love the diversity of it. For me, it gives me a lot of inspiration And it gives me outfit ideas and it keeps me creative, but I also recognize that it looks great on them because it's something that works for them. And if I like that style, great, but how can I adapt it to make it feel more me? Right. And this is, again, it's what I love about style. There's space for all of us. All of us get to be who we are and dress in a way that makes us feel good. 
And I know a lot of the women in my membership, and this is something that I love too. This is why I provide a Facebook community for them so they, they can post their daily outfits not only for inspiration, but I like it more so because they can see that everybody's different. So again, it allows us to step into this place of more permission where your style again, doesn't have to be like everyone else because it's so obvious that all of us are different. And that is what I love. And I think that this is something that all of us sort of internally know. And that's why I think a lot of women are drawn to accounts like Advanced Style, let's say, for example, or Iris Apfel and people that really push the envelope with fashion and style because it is so wildly different and not like everybody else. And it doesn't all look the same. And I think we're craving that. We're craving the permission for ourselves. We're looking for that connection with our style. And a lot of it is just us writing that, that slip and recognizing that we can do that at any time, right? Because style's all about self-expression. It's not about conforming, right? It's not about conforming. And so when, again, when you have the tools that help you step into that world, it becomes very, very empowering, right? Because I want you to be able to look in the mirror and feel like a more fully expressed version of yourself. Because that's when, again, that empowerment piece comes in. That's when the fire kicks in. That's when your creativity is going to go in overdrive. And all of a sudden, you're going to feel like a bolder version of yourself in whatever capacity that looks like. And that boldness, that happiness, that empowerment, that starts to spill into all of our relationships as well. Whether it's our personal relationships, maybe with your spouse or partner or friends or family or your work relationships, it's a ripple effect. And this is what I love when we feel happier internally. And a lot of that has to do with our external appearance, right? Especially as women, because it's so drilled home for us. But like, think about it. You can't be mad when you're in a cute outfit <laughs> or it's a lot harder to anyway, right? But that, that vibe, that energy, that bliss, people can feel that. And that's what I love about fashion. It's not only a form of communication, but it's also self-expression. Oh my gosh, can you guys hear Charlie in the background? He's snoring behind me. And he, I guess he's dreaming. So he's got these cute little like chirpy noises he's making. <laughs> if you can hear that, that's what that is. <laughs> oh my gosh. And anyway, so this is again, something that I teach in Style Beginnings. It's one of the exclusive programs that are in my Rise Through Style Society, where you can get clear about your lifestyle needs, your wants, and your style goals. And again, this piece is so clarifying for a lot of women because a lot of us don't really take that time to evaluate, like where do you spend your time? And based on that, what is your needs for your closet? Because a lot of the time, if you're anything like me, I get very drawn to like the, the beautiful colors or prints or sparkles, like God forbid there be sparkles somewhere because I'm, I'm it's like game over for me. <laughs> so again, recognizing what my needs are and what my lifestyle requires really helps me pull back a little bit and be more intentional so that when I do want to add the shiny sparkly thing, it has a purpose in my wardrobe and is serving my overall style vision that I have for myself long-term in my wardrobe. So again, if you would love to join and gain clarity for this for yourself, I'd love to have you. You can go to fashiontranslated.com forward slash rise. And other than that, baby, write yourself that permission slip, drop the imaginary rules that we've heard about over the years and allow yourself to be more fully expressed. Because when you do, I promise you, you will feel so much happier with your closet as a result. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would be honored if you would leave me a review on iTunes. And if you really loved it, please be sure to share it and tag me on social media, which is at Christy Russell, to let me know. I'm always so excited to hear your thoughts. Sending you guys all the love to the moon and back. 
and I'll see you in the next episode.